0: Sorry, this song is just so good. John Mayer, don't stop this train. It's honestly my favourite song. It's right up there. Sorry, five more seconds, I promise. Then I'll then I'll start. Oh, she, don't stop this train, don't change, Sorry. Don't think I could never Ten more seconds. Understand. I will we'll never stop this train. Honestly. What a song. John Mayer, Stop This Train, to introduce Talking Business, the first episode and recording I've done in months. It's Thursday night here. I've set it up in my kind of home studio. I've got a glass of red. I've got the microphone set up. I've got the camera set out in front of me. I've just got it. And then we're rolling, we're recording. And I've been playing John Mayer. Don't stop this train. The whole album just kind of, oh, what an album. Um, I've literally had a sip of red wine yet. So I'm, I'm not drunk. I'm just kind of, I think I'm high on, on just life. That's how I feel. I'm, I'm excited to just be here with the microphone again, with people, with you listening. Um, I've had a few, I've had loads, you know. Some people might joke, might lie at this point and say I've had loads of people messaging me saying, "Where's the podcast gone? Where's Talking Business?" I've had a few people message me and say, genuinely, "Where is it? Uh, Can we have it back? What's going on with it?" So, um, yeah, just to address that to start with, obviously, this year has been the weirdest year. I mean, of my life, of for everyone um 2020 has been um a, a real challenge and when yeah when i think back to this year so it's november now march was when kind of lockdown and really things changed i literally I don't know if you've you've seen or read the grief cycle um let me literally just get it up now so i can uh, read out oh, i've just got google right in front of me the grief cycle. There's five stages of grief and loss. Uh, The first stage is denial. And I think um, I was definitely that. And also, by the way, grief and loss. Grief, if you, in fact, I'm going to Google grief now. What does grief mean? Grief meaning? Feel grief. Oh, what is the full meaning of grief? Sorry. Oh my God. Oh, here we go. Grief is the response to loss, particularly the loss of someone or something. Conventionally focus on the emotional response to loss. It also has physical, cognitive, behavioral, social, cultural, and other dimensions. Uh, grief is the reaction to that loss. That is what I, and I think all of us have felt this year. We've, we've all experienced loss, loss of our own life, of our existing way of life, our way of working, everything and with that comes grief and people will have experienced that that grief in different ways and i definitely uh, kind of experienced my own version my own experience of grief and there's a if you google it there's kind of five stages to grief there's a grief cycle and i didn't know about this until kind of uh sort of middle of this year but and i think back to my emotional response to lockdown when it first happened uh, initially i was at stage 1 which is denial i was only excited about the the opportunity and what locking down meant i was i could only focus on the the positives and had no kind of time to i didn't allow myself to think about the downside at all genuinely and so i was kind of that's where i was for for a long time almost excited denying it and that was it and then I think the next stage is is kind of anger um let me see yeah anger so that can come out in frustration irritation even anxiety and then I think that's when I started to kind of feel really anxious I remember feeling yeah anxious um I just felt weird to be honest and, and I remember there was a kind of like a a weekend where I slowed down for a little bit and I started to really feel it. And then the kind of the curve, the grief cycle drops into depression where you're at this stage and it's overwhelmed, you feel helpless, you feel depressed. And I honestly, I felt like that for, I would say at least a month. I'm gonna have a glass of just had a little sip of my drink. At least a month, maybe two months so it's probably from July. So let's say March, April, May, June. Yeah, June, June definitely bit of July, May, May and June. I was I was in a tough spot. Genuinely didn't want to get out of bed. Didn't want to. Didn't see the point in getting out of, getting out of bed. Um, zero motivation. Just getting through the day. I was drinking loads. I mean, I'm having a glass of red now, but um, I haven't really drank the last. Few months, but at that time, I was drinking pretty much every night. Not not loads, but just having a few drinks just to kind of get the day sort of done. I've never had that before. It was was really weird. No exercise. Wasn't worried about anything like that. I was just like, "What's the point?" Um, And yeah, it was difficult to kind of see. I I couldn't see beyond. I just couldn't see anything really. So yeah, I was stuck. Um, And then the next stage of the grief cycle, by the way I didn't know any of this but I'm kind of looking back now and, and, and reading it, was bargaining is bargaining so you start to sort of te- speak about where you're at, you start to be honest about where you're at, I think you start to reach out to others, you start to try, you're trying to find that meaning trying to trying to understand it, trying to understand how you're feeling I, I, I wouldn't say that was I was definitely trying to find something I was trying to find right what will make me feel better what will how do I find purpose in myself how do I find happiness in in myself Um, so I knew I had to find I was looking for something and then yeah so it was a bit of a struggle and then the final stage is acceptance now before I get to that bit before I got to acceptance what happened for me in that kind of bargaining struggle bit was rewind a little bit. I was signed up to the London Marathon last year. I then deferred, can't really remember why, deferred to this year. Then obviously this year, the London Marathon was up in the air all year. It's off, it's on, it's off, it's on. And then they decided to postpone it to next year. However, if you wanted to run it, you could run it virtually, which meant you could run it anywhere. You download the app, you track your run, and you can still technically enter and run the London marathon virtually. Um, and I remember just thinking, I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll do it. And I remember the next day I remember saying to myself, if I can get out for a run, um, I was actually camping. I remember saying, if I can get up whilst camping the next day and go for a run, because lockdown wasn't as kind of strict at this point, but I was still struggling. Then I can do it. Then I can, I'll go for this and got up did my run then i was like right okay um i'm signing up to the the virtual i'm doing the london marathon in 2020 in you know in a lockdown during covid and gonna do it virtually from home so the, the big things for me at this stage were um and i think this is just long story short this whole experience of running the marathon and training for it and running for it essentially helped me out of that, that grief curve, got me out, helped me find a way through it. And, um, the London marathon was just like, I can't even describe how deep an experience it was for me. It was so profound. Um, sorry, let me have another sip we're straight in here i've just gone straight into the grief cycle and and running a marathon i didn't even i've written like a few things down of what i'm going to talk about but this is just flowing this is we're straight in hold on and yeah so i signed up the thing is though i only had because they announced it so late that you could run it virtually i only had two months to train. So I had eight weeks pretty much from like the day of my first run to the day of the marathon. And I looked up like different plans and stuff. And basically when you've only got two months and you've never done a marathon like me, I've never done one before, there was I didn't have a choice to literally no plan was like you can't run, you can't train in eight weeks for a good time or a time. You can just get your body ready to run for that long, for that sort of distance. And that's the goal of the training plan so i kind of realized right okay we've only got eight weeks it's not about a good time it's not about worrying about how fast i do it it's just about doing it and trying to complete it and that's the goal and if on the day i remember saying to myself if on the day i can't complete it i have to walk it and it takes me 12 hours i remember really thinking to myself that's fine that's 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 all good i remember just thinking like actually what I want is a routine of putting a plan together, having three runs a week where I just get out, run, and that's it. And wherever I get to in eight weeks time will be where I get to and what will happen on the day will happen on the day. For people that know me, that attitude towards something is so new for me and so different. Um, I would, when I first, entered the london marathon my focus and the thing i would tell people i'm gonna do is run it in a fast time i'm gonna run it in three hours 30 my first marathon almost like so uh, what's the word insecure or so much ego in it that i wanted to impress people like straight away like i'm gonna do it in three hours 30 Um, which looking back stupid really but yeah i think i was scared of the of the the task so i would talk about time rather than just doing it for because i want to do it and this this eight week thing made me not i was just had to throw it out the window and also i was feeling so low i think i was just like i don't know something was just different in me i was i'd rather just want to get out and run and have something to do just have some sort of focus and purpose in my life i don't care about time who cares about time when, when i'm going to run it on my own at home with no crowd, it doesn't matter. So my whole like mentality was so different compared to anything else I've I've ran before. And I'd read this book on marathon training, which is called the 80-20 rule, where 80% of your runs should be ran at like the most, the slowest pace, like a two out of 10. If if you imagine one out of 10 is a walk, 10 out of 10 is a sprint two out of ten pace for 80 percent of your runs majority of your runs should be really 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 slow and i took that approach to every single run that i did in my training so every single run i did i went so slow it was almost ridiculous getting out <laughs> it was like a brisk walk i would joke that it's a brisk walk and i at first it was a bit weird but um because like the distances i was trying to run i was. Kind of just felt weird going that slow. It's taken me ages, but after a couple of weeks, I, um, oh, sorry. I forgot something before I actually properly said, right, I'm going to do this. Or in fact, the day that I did, I shared it on Instagram and post, shared it with a few friends saying, I'm going to do this marathon. Does anyone else want to train with me for the next eight weeks? You don't necessarily have to run a marathon. On the day you can run any distance 5k 10k um, half marathon i'll i'll help you find a plan that works for you we'll join a whatsapp group together and we'll just train together for the next eight weeks is anyone in and like literally like i had low well i think there was 16 i was in the group by the end so quite a few people like yes let's do it let's 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 run virtually together and, and just support each other in this group so Before I knew it, I'm doing the London Marathon. I've got eight weeks. and I'm in this WhatsApp group with 16 others who are also going to sort of um, support and encourage, motivate me and each other. So then I'm going into the runs, approaching every run really slowly. And I'm just kind of like, for the first time, I'm just going super slow. I'm not even looking at the time that I'm running. I'm just like taking in the world. (laughs) Like the... I'm just taking it, taking in the run and I'm like enjoying it rather than killing myself to smash a time. And it was like a few weeks in, I was like, this is so relaxing and so enjoyable. Yeah. And it sounds ridiculous saying this here, but that's that feeling was just awesome. And just running to run rather than running to win or to race or to beat a time. It was just running to enjoy running, running to feel good, running like literally for my my mental health, running because it gave me something to do. And running um, was just this thing where at the end of the day I could think to myself, right, I've got, you know although this day has been shit and tough, I've got 45 minutes, half an hour where I'm just gonna get out in nature, run down the canal. There's a canal just outside my flat just run take it in slow it down breathe enjoy it and i'm not joking every single run that i did there were some that were hard as it got as the distances got longer but every run i enjoyed i was so present and conscious every time i went out i was like, it was almost like shocking it still is to me now you could, it was i was amazed at how like beautiful the world was and how beautiful running is um and yeah that was that was the whole my experience for the whole eight weeks to be honest and and the group that i was in we called it marathon so rather than marathon we i swapped "thun" for for f-u-n so yeah marathon and the sort of values of the group really, we're all about that slow and steady. It's a brisk walk if you need to, if you need to, we don't care about times in this group, no one was posting their times. We support each other. We're honest in here. If you don't run, that's fine. Be honest. And it was just a non-judgmental supportive, uh, group with, of all different, uh, abilities and experiences, and even being part of that, knowing that I was part of a group at times that helped me get out and go for a run because I knew, although I'd run alone, I wasn't alone. Like at the end of the run, I'd post a video and say, guys, I did it. And even during the run, sometimes I'd post a video. So that community that I suddenly had, the other thing that was really difficult when I was in that like low of the curve, I've literally got the curve just sitting here in, in my laptop. Um, the low was also, I just felt lonely, isolated, and just on my own. So to suddenly have 16 people that I was I was doing something with and working with towards something together was, was sick. It was so good. And then just the endorphins from running, the being in nature, being outside, I just my confidence and like my belief in myself and my positivity started to like come back as I was achieving things and running and and running distances that I'd set out to run or times that I'd set out to like if I'm meant to go out for an hour, I did would do an hour and I'd be like, I've done that. I've achieved something today. They were like massive milestones for me to get myself out of the bottom of that curve and towards acceptance, towards feeling good again. And so, and it literally did that for me. And then on the day I ran at home in Litchfield, my family were there from a distance supporting me and it was genuinely Hold on. We have a glass of red. A sip of red. Sorry. It was genuinely the best day of my life. De- like easily, um, like I across the line or finished. And a lot of marathon runners I see or videos I see, people f- collapse over the line, and I like, I'll never do that again. That was awful. I crossed the line with. I, just, I was just like that was amazing that was beautiful i want to do it again i don't want this day to end i'm with my family my hand my girlfriend my um i'm at home in Litchfield, where i feel like i'm a lot like i'm meant to be here i was meant to do this run in literally with my family and and, and uh, everyone here and then the way that i ran it was just surreal it was just slow it was enjoyable it was definitely challenging but Not at one point did I think I'm going to stop or want to stop. I just, I just took it in. I just took the whole thing in the whole day, the whole run, just fully took it in like nothing I've ever taken in before. And it was, yeah, it was um, amazing. So that was, um, sorry, I'm just kind of like going back there. Yeah, it was incredible the best thing i've ever done and when so during the run you had this app and you had to track your run with the app so so i had that running while i was whilst i was running and then i had my headphones in because as you're running each mile that you did they would say in your ears and it was paula radcliffe doing the commentary paula radcliffe would say you at mile three keep going good start mile six this is what you'd be seeing in london right now they'd they'd like fake kind of like fake cheers and and applause on on the on the audio then at mile 16 i might call this episode mile 16 mile 16 she just goes think about well done mile 16 it gets tough now think about how far you've come think about the work you've put in think about the runs you've done Think about your family. Think about your friends that have supported you to to get to here. And honestly, even now, honestly, when she said all of that, out of nowhere, just like this rush of tears and emotion poured out of me. Like it was pouring out. I'm running on my own down this kind of road alone and tears just, I'm bawling. I'm absolutely bawling. I couldn't. I, was like, I couldn't like hold it in. It was crazy, and I was just like, "Whoa, what is going on? What is going on?" And then this um, cyclist came on the corner. and Kind of tried to put it together. I kind of held it together for a few more miles, and I think mile 21, 22, My mum was uh, there, and she started running alongside me. And Lucy, my sister, was playing a Miley Miley Cyrus to climb the song, and that was my training song that I'd listened to trying to and I just went again. I could feel it in me now. Honestly, I could, if I let myself now, I'd probably cry. But, um, yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. Like the the emotion, and I, I, all I can describe is the feeling I had was like I'm doing it. I'm I'm. It's it's happening. I'm doing it right now. I'm in it. That's mile sixteen. That's the feeling I had. I was like, it's happening. I'm gonna do it. I am doing it. I'm enjoying it. I've enjoyed every run up to this point. I've enjoyed the whole process of every single run I did. I took in, I was present, I was conscious, I was aware, I was soaking it in. And even on the run, I was doing the same. And that feeling of that, that like presence was just so overwhelming. And then that it was just so emotional. And to do it with my family, with Ham. Um, in Litchfield, where I've grown up at home, just felt it just was so right, and was just doing it for me. No crowd, no ego, no nothing. Just every everything was was just for me, and, and to yeah, to to do something for me. So, oh hold on. Sorry, for some reason this is so emotional. Talking about it. it's, it's weird. It's so weird. Um, yeah, and as I said I then finished and didn't want it to end but what was weird was for genuinely like the week or two or even the month after I was still so raw like it's been a few months now since I did it I was so raw I was so emotional and I couldn't believe it I I I thought it was just going to be a long run I genuinely genuinely thought it was just going to be this big run and that was it and I'd achieved something great but what blew my mind what i'm still processing a little bit is everyone at the end was like wow you how, how have you done that? wow you've achieved that you seem okay you seem fine it's amazing and i honestly honestly thought that wasn't that wasn't that bad that was that was all right and i felt like i've actually achieved something Like that's recognised as great, recognised as a big achievement, but it didn't feel like a big achievement. What felt like a bigger achievement was getting out on a Tuesday night in week three when it was cold or raining, and I'd had a tough day and I didn't want to get out. That felt like an achievement. Running on the day was just an enjoying, enjoyable accumulation of everything I'd done already. So. The realisation that I can achieve something that great, that that big. But the way that I approached it was just slow and steady. Take it in. Enjoy the process. Not even enjoy the process. Just don't worry about the outcome. Don't do it to finish. Don't do it to go fast. Don't do it to get a good speed. Do it for the sake of doing it do it to enjoy every run in the moment take it in and enjoy it for for what it is and what and what will happen on the day will happen on the day but then on the day achieving it the the depth the the what i honestly struggle at this point to like trying to articulate how deep this was for me that lesson for me is so 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 deep inside me it's ridiculous. And that's why it was so emotional for me during the run and then for the month or so after, because I always used to think that if you wanted to achieve great things or, or do amazing things, you would have to go fast. You'd have to worry. You'd have to focus on the outcome. You've got to. Th- you've got to go for the outcome. You've got to focus on that. You've got to focus on your time. You've got to focus on winning. I thought slow and steady and taking your eye off that would mean that you can't achieve achieve something like that but this experience uh taught me that you can that if you go so steady if you enjoy the each run as it as it is that that will slowly slowly build towards achieving something great whatever that might be and if you don't worry about the outcome that will come when it's when it comes when it's right to come and it's just so deep, I can't um, put it to words really. I'm struggling um, and it's probably the right time to close this, to end this podcast and close it. But um, yeah, that is a, a lesson that I'm now taking into life, trying to enjoy every day or every moment or the things that I'm working on now without worrying about where it will take me, wor- without worrying about, for example, Sanctus, the business, becoming a great business. I'm like, just enjoy today. Folk, just be present today and do what you can today do your best today take it slow and steady take it as, as as far as you can today but enjoy it appreciate it and be aware of that and what will be will be what will happen will happen and those achievements will come uh, regardless as long as you do that and sorry the last thing i want to say is when i look back on the whole experience i genuinely i enjoyed the whole from the run to every single run, I took it all in. And I think I used to skip life to get to the end. I used to skip life to get to the the finish line and to win the race. And then for those months previous, they'd just be gone. I'd forget they exist, forget they happened. I'd skip them to get to the end. Whereas with this, I didn't skip a single run, a single day. I appreciated every single one. And that is a kind of lesson for me as like, I'd honestly say it's changed my life. I honestly would. And it for this year, for, with everything happening in 2020, it helped me through a difficult period, but I think it's a lesson that I will take with me forever. I really do. And so, yeah, there we go. Wow. I, that honestly just poured out of me. I think it's been nearly 30 minutes. I didn't even say anything i was gonna say i just ended up talking about Marath the marathon and what it's done for me and it was actually really weirdly therapeutic so if you've listened this far thanks for um being here tuning in and being back here on talking business with me I'm hopefully going to be doing more i want to do more of this and hopefully this is the start of me doing a little bit more and sharing uh what's going on in my life running the business and trying to find my way with my purpose and my life and everything so yeah thanks for listening um and i'll see you for the next episode soon boom boom mm. that one let's get uh jay Mayer back on Said he helped me understand. Sit on 68. Oh, you're really gorgeous. She ain't gorgeous.